Welcome to the Women in Business Hub podcast, a slice of the internet dedicated to inspirational and educational content that will help you to grow your business, switch up your mindset for success, and build your big, beautiful, profitable empire. Love what you hear? Don't forget to join our Women in Business Hub community, plus advertise your business for free in our official online directory. You'll find all the links and a growing number of freebies and tools at womeninbusinesshub.com. Hello, hello. Welcome back to season two of the Women in Business Hub podcast. It is so good to be back and we have got so much gold to send your way this season. Things that will help you grow your business, work on your mindset, work on your marketing, smash your manifestation goals and just bring in a whole lot of goodness to your life and to your business. So strap in, buckle up because it's going to be a good season. This episode, we're going to be talking about something that business owners inherently at the start of their business journey are not very good at. And that is switching off from your business. And I know you hear this and you're like, oh, Felicity, I know how to relax. Duh. But do you really? Because as business owners, we can get so so tied up in the hustle and bustle you can get so tied up in the doing and keeping all of the balls in the air that when it is time to switch off and that might be like a big portion of time like a holiday a smaller portion of time like your version of a weekend or even just after work at night when you're supposed to be switched off or if you work at night during the day that time where you finish work for the day but you just can't switch your brain off. And that's what I want to talk about today is some tips on how you can really make the most of your downtime because the little downtime that we have as humans and especially as business owners, we need to utilize it properly so we can recharge and we can go out and be the human and the business owner and the wife, mother, blah, 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 that we want to be um, for the rest of the time. And the stuff, and I'm doing inverted commas with my fingers as I say stuff, but the emotional stuff that we can hold around giving ourselves the ability to truly switch off is incredible. And a lot of the times you don't even realize it. And it can be stuff that is you've created as rules for your life or as rules for someone that you think is living a successful life. It can be stuff that you've seen or heard when you're little that comes into your life as an adult. And that has just become the way that you live because someone might have said, you know, don't be lazy when you were little and that just stuck in your mind or someone might have said, you know what, if you're not working, then nothing's going to work for you. Just those sort of like flyaway comments that people can make when we're in those formative years, we can just grasp onto them. And our subconscious is like, oh, okay, this is the rule for life. I will keep this and I will hold it and I will make it my belief. And sometimes it's just some shit that someone said as a flyaway comment and they have not even thought about it, but it has a huge impact on us. And so I've worked with clients or friends before and then you have that chat on a Monday or whenever you're catching up and you're like, oh, what did you do on the weekend? How was your weekend? And it's always met with um, an answer that is not, there's nothing about the answer that has come. 
it's always met with, oh, before they start talking. And then they're, they're telling you about, you know, how hard it was on the weekend and all the stuff that they did. And I mean, we're busy. People are busy. We do have a lot of stuff to do. But sometimes when it's just a recurring theme, and maybe you can see some of yourself in this, but if you hear yourself answering that question to people with, oh, before you start talking, that can be a really good hint that maybe this is something that applies to you and maybe you aren't as good as switching off as you possibly think you are because I've, I've had some, you know, some, some clients over the years and friends um, that when I asked that and I'm like, what do you, what'd you do on the weekend? And they're like, oh, I had to do this and I had to clean and I had to do this and I had to do this. And they're just rattling off this to-do list, but it's not a once off. That's just how, how they roll. And it's so interesting that when when I've done some work with some of the people where this was appearing and we've really started to get into it and then one of the questions that, that I ask is, oh, what, what were weekends like when you were little? And you know, we met with answers that are like, oh, they, they were fun, there was family time, but we were always cleaning the house. Like mum and dad would wake us up. Um, really early on a Saturday and it just felt like we were cleaning the whole day and nothing was ever clean enough and we had to you know clean our asses off <laughs> to make sure everything was perfect and they are the sort of things that can impact you later on and it doesn't even have to be conversations that someone's had directly to you about you it can be things that you've overheard as a child in those years, in those formative years that you've overheard other people talking about, adults talking about, they might be talking about other adults that you've just overheard in passing. And again, you've like made that, okay, that's gospel, that's truth, that's what I need to, to live by. So you might have been walking past and you can hear your your mum and her friend talking about, I don't know, your uncle and saying that, um he's lazy because he doesn't do XXX or he isn't good enough because he doesn't do this on the weekends or he doesn't do X uh, after work or he doesn't earn X, blah, blah, blah. It's those sort of things that we hear when we're little and we're like, oh shit, well, I better make sure that I work on the weekends and that I clean from sunup to sundown every Saturday because otherwise then I'm not good otherwise I'm not living the life that I should and I'm not performing and I am not good enough so it's just wild the the different places that these sort of beliefs can come but one thing for sure is they will continue to affect you and they will continue to control your behavior until you do and so the first thing that you can do to take back the control is to be aware that it's happening so some of the things that you might find yourself doing that show you you may need to work on um, some ways to switch off better, and this may be some, an area of your life that you want to pay a bit more focus to, let's have a look at those. Do you find yourself checking your emails constantly and especially checking them after hours or on your version of the weekend or when you're on holidays? Because that is... <laughs> numero uno <laughs> in a highlighted way that you can see that this is something that you need to work on a little bit. If your phone rings 
And it can be anytime you might be busy doing something else. You might be busy cooking dinner or spending some time with your fam or hanging out with your dog. If your phone rings or buzzes, do you immediately go to it to action it? Because fair enough, if someone's calling and it's emergency, yeah, pick it up. But if you find yourself 24-7 letting your phone rule your life and it makes a buzz or a noise and you run to it, you hear that vibration and you're like, ooh, I better go I better go attend to that immediately. And you prioritize the needs of whoever is on the other side of that message or voicemail or phone call without even questioning if that's the right time for you to action that. That's another one. Or maybe you constantly find yourself filling the void. So you never can just sit there in relative silence or just you know, having relative brain downtime, if you're constantly on your phone in, even if you have just one second, your, your idea is, oh, I better go look at Instagram and you just scroll Instagram. And as business owners, we're really good at saying that this is on the premise of, oh, it's just work. I'm just checking my work Instagram. No, no, no. If you constantly pick up your phone to scroll Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or check your emails or do anything or look at your website or look at your website stats or check your Stripe payments. If you're doing that constantly, even in the times that you should be switching off, even if you're just trying to watch, I don't know, Love Island, (laughs) if you can't even just, just watch your trashy TV show without doing that at the same time, so you've got multiple screens happening in your face, That's another really good way to see maybe I need to pay a bit more attention to switching off because even when you're doing something, you know, where you don't need to use your brain and you just want to watch some crap on TV and just soak into the couch, but you can't do that without having a look at what's going on in the outside world to like not let the quiet in. Yeah, another indicator. And the last one, and this is the term that I've coined myself, and as usual, I'm laughing because I find myself hilarious, but you know the terms FOMO and JOMO? I I think there's another one called FONT. Bear with me. Do you have fear of no technology? Because if you think about going on your holiday or having your weekend off or having your your just night on the couch, just chilling out. And you have a fear if you don't have your technology on and around you and fully charged. If you can't just sit on the couch and watch your TV or sit on the couch and read your book or listen to your music or talk to your partner or just hang out with your kids without having your phone or without having your computer or your iPad, your iWatch, whatever it is, if you can't sit there without an uneasy feeling in your tummy because you're not connected to a piece of technology and you have fear of no technology, font, (laughs) then yep, that is another indicator that maybe you are not fabulous at switching off and that needs some attention in your life. So they're just a couple of things that I want to bring up and just put into your psyche that you can think about and maybe identify with one or more or all of them. Because if you do, babe, hang around because I've got some tips and some of them are going to make you feel uncomfortable. But 
it's worth it. Because if we can't switch off, we can't perform at our best. And I'm not even just talking about in a business sense. If we can't switch off, we can't show up as the human that we want to be to our special people, to our family, to our partners, to our friends, to our kids, to our fur babies. And they deserve the best version of ourselves. And we deserve the best version of ourselves because we can't even show up for ourselves if we're never, ever, 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 ever recharging. And please don't, don't hear this and think, oh my God, this is me. I'm guilty of this. I'm crap. You're not crap. It's just we have grown up in a society that is full on <laughs> and has showed us that we need to be full on. This is what we've been taught. We have been taught that we, <laughs> we shouldn't be lazy. We shouldn't be having downtime. We shouldn't be what other crap words and phrases that they've come up to just describe something that we ultimately need as humans because we need rest. We need not even to sleep. We need sleep, but we need rest. We need actual downtime. So let's have a look at some tips that we all of us could implement into our lives to get a little bit better at switching off and make our switch off time better, make it more valuable, make it actually leave us feeling recharged. Okay, number one, this is one of my favorite words. What a beautiful word boundaries is. Because boundaries or lack thereof that is one of the most common ways that we self-sabotage our switch-off time and self-sabotage resting. And these boundaries can be with all sorts of people. But the one thing that any boundary that you put into place has in common is that it starts with you. And it's you recognizing that it's a boundary that you really need. And so I want you to think about what boundaries you really need to put into place with other humans. And they might be humans from your business. They could be clients. They could be customers. They might be humans in your family. They might be in your immediate family, in your external family. They might be your friends, whoever it is. Think about the boundaries that you really need to have in place because it's working out what they are. And then it's communicating them to the people that need to know, because if they know what your boundaries are, then that's the first step to them actually giving you what you need. Because if you constantly get phone calls or text messages from clients um, after hours, after hours that you don't work like late at night and you get them, they make you feel shit. You read them, you get angry that they're you know, infiltrating your time, but you don't ever do anything about it. Like you never go back to the person and say, oh, look, I'm really hoping that we can establish some boundaries that would make this be, like make this be able to work better for both of us. They don't know if you don't tell them and just getting angry about it happening. <laughs> that's not helpful. So one, think of those boundaries that you need to put into place and the best way to identify them is to think about the ways that other people tend to make you feel a bit shit about life. Because if it's, 
you know, if you um, have a really good relationship with your mum or your auntie and you're really close and she just lives like two minutes from you and you absolutely love them, but they turn up at your house without asking, like without any sort of notice and they just rock up and that doesn't make you feel good, then boom, that's a boundary that you need to put into place. And for me, that's one of my biggest ones. So everybody in our life, everybody in our personal life knows you do not come to our house. <laughs> you do not drop in. You, we are not a drop-in family. It it would make me livid if someone dropped in. Even my closest besties, like I need to know if someone's coming. I need to get myself ready. I need to prepare my energy. My husband's the same. We're introverted. We're you know we're low on energy if we've been around people all day. So we need to get ready if someone's coming over. And that's that that is a really good way to identify boundaries that you need because it's things that people do that make you feel shit. And it might be. Um, someone that messages you on, like a colleague that messages you on Teams all the time because you have Teams on your phone. And so one, you need to let them know that you won't be looking at Teams or answering Teams after hours. And two, you need to take the action of turning Teams off on your phone when you don't want to be talked to. So yeah, it's having a look at what you need to communicate to the people that you need the boundaries established with and then what actions you need to take yourself to make it work. Okay, next up, I want to talk about when you go on actual leave on a holiday or you want a day off. I've noticed a trend, especially in the first couple of years of starting a business, and I used to do this too, that, um, sorry, and especially for, for businesses that are client-based, so consultants, consultants, consultant-based businesses, if you've got a small business and have a client, especially listen in because this probably is you if you're in your first few years of business and you haven't worked on this. So in the first few years of business, I see, and I did this for the first like five years, that when we actually take time off, we have this ridiculous guilt around it. And so we try to hide it from people does this sound familiar? So when you are, you know, having a couple of days off, or having a long weekend or having a week off at an Airbnb with your friends or your fam, do you or have you found yourself thinking, oh, I won't tell everyone that I'm having um, some time off. I'll just answer my emails. I won't put on an out of office or anything. I'll just answer the queries and try to relax when I can around it. Ding, ding, ding. No, this is bullshit. You need to have time off. You're allowed to have time off and you've earned time off. And so to have quality time off, the thing that we need to do is communicate that to the people that it will affect. Because I can guarantee you it will be harder to maintain during the holiday and you will come back less refreshed if you have been working hard to try to maintain some sort of illusion that you are in your office glued to your desk, when you're just trying to have a week off with your family. So tell your clients and for the love of God, put the out of office on. That's why they were made. And it's okay. It's okay to have some time off. And if you've got, if you've got stuff that's coming up around that, then that's fantastic because now you know that that's something you need to work on. If the thought of you putting on it out of office makes you feel sick in your tummy, 
then babe, there's some stuff there that you need to work on. And there's some stuff that you need to work through and let go of and heal. And that's why this, this sort of work is so cool. It sounds like this, the name of the podcast, it sounds so easy. Learn how to switch off from your business. But seriously, asking these sort of questions brings stuff up that we need to look at. And that's why it is so cool. Okay, another one. And for those that are totally glued to their phone, which is me, this one might make you feel absolutely like you want to vomit just at the thought of it. But it is one of the best things that we can do as little phone addicts. When you can and when it's safe, you need to start learning how to switch off by switching your phone off. Bear with me. So I do this a lot and I love it. It's so delicious to be completely uncontactable, but there's ways that I do it. So everyone around me is safe. And I know that you're thinking, what happens if someone needs me? There might be an emergency. Yep. I've got that covered. So I, when I do it, I let the people that contact me constantly know the people that would rely on me in an emergency, I let them know. And I say, contact my husband and make sure that they've got his number. Um, so I let them know that it's happening. I'm like, hey, I'm going to switch my phone off for the day. Um, I've now gone like gangster level and sometimes I do it for a whole weekend. But I'm like, I'm going to have my phone off for a weekend. If anything, if an emergency arises, call husband, blah, 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 blah. But um, so give them a number of someone that can physically reach you. Or make your phone, um, there's things on the Apple that you can do where you put everyone else on do not disturb. But if someone rings twice in three minutes and you can even put it so if if your mum rings or something, they'll be let through. You can do that if you don't live with someone else physically that you can do this with. But find a way to do it safely and give yourself this time. And if a full day just makes you feel sick then just you know baby steps try it for half a day try it for a night it is so fantastic and lovely for our soul and I know it feels like no I need my phone I might miss out on something but look the 90s weren't that long ago and we didn't have phones and we're still alive and it was awesome and we were teenagers, so we were like as social as you can get. <laughs> that was the period of my life that I wanted to be talking to someone every three seconds. I would sometimes race home, um, get on the home phone and then talk to my best friends, Amy and Ryan, for another three hours, even though I just spent all day with them at school. But we didn't have mobiles and we survived and we couldn't be on the Internet and the phone at the same time. So <laughs> at the first, we didn't even have bloody Internet. But what I'm saying is this is doable. Humans weren't built to have phones and be contactable 24-7 and be on our phones all the time. So when I do this, what I really love is not only do I tell everyone I'm non-contactable and I turn my phone either on do not disturb or on I completely turn it off, I go and put it in another room so it's nowhere near me. Because I have a level of phone addiction, I know that I do, and it's something that I'm working on. So if um, if the phone's in the same room as me, I will just go and get it and put it next to me on the couch in case I want to use it because, I don't know, ridiculous. But 
this is one of the things that I'm doing to help cure that and just to give myself some really beautiful switch off time. So I challenge you in the next week, find yourself a way to do it and just give yourself half an hour off and don't forget, make it safe. If you're doing it during the day and your babies are at school and the school needs to be able to call you, then divert the phone to someone else and let them know that you've done it for the day. So if they do get a phone call from school, then someone else can handle it. So I, I reiterate, do it in a way that you know everyone that can <laughs> that needs to contact you in an emergency can. But find a way through that you can do it and make it safe for yourself. And when you do it, put your phone away. Okay, a couple more, and these are techie-based as well. Move things around on your home screen on your phone. So if when you log on your phone, your um, your apps that you constantly use to message people are all on the front page, or your email is on the front page, and you find yourself going, opening your phone and going onto that app, Facebook or Instagram or Messenger or SMS or WhatsApp, Whatever it is, if you find yourself going on there so often that sometimes you have opened your phone and you're inside the app before you've even registered that it's happened, then move that shit around because create a pattern interrupt. And if you really want to go next level, take the apps off your phone. I know that's terrifying, especially for me because we still do um, social media uh, for businesses. So, but it doesn't have to be forever. And you know what? You can reinstall it in three, three days if you need to. But just try. Just try moving them around. If that doesn't work, try taking them off for a couple of days. And just, yeah, just enjoy. Just enjoy a little bit more disconnection. Okay, another one is fill the time. The time that you spend on your phones doing stuff and on your reading your emails and blah, 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 blah. That time that you're doing that out of hours where you're supposed to be on downtime, fill it with stuff that nourishes your soul instead. Go outside and play with the kids and roll around on the grass and get dirty. Go and get some paints from the $2 shop and do some craft, do some painting, get a get a canvas or just you know open the cornflakes <laughs> open the cornflakes box and paint on the inside of that do some color again make some jewelry or do some meditation do some journaling do some goal setting create your vision board or up, update your vision board do something for you because if you've got a little bit of time how much better are you going to feel if you did something for yourself then if you spent that time, another 45 minutes, scrolling TikTok and watching people eat cottage cheese and mustard and make, make my voice appear in your head. <laughs> if you find yourself tonight, it's 11 o'clock, you wish that you were asleep, but instead you're in bed scrolling TikTok, looking at people do dancing and having a vanity moment. Listen to the little voice of mine that appears in your head saying, wouldn't this be better used? this time be better used for you to sleep because recharging is something that we need to do. And if you're self-sabotaging the small amount of recharge or rest or sleep time and filling it with just crap, <laughs> and I do this, I scroll TikTok and then that, oh my God, the little face that comes up that says, are you tired? And then you're like, oh my God, I've been on here for like 50 minutes if that's activated that. Man. So Let's be more in charge of ourselves. 
and more in charge of our downtime and utilize it better. Okay, I have gone way over. I think I've talked for far too long, but there was just so much goodness to give give you here. And this is such an important topic that I just wanted to you know, get it all in there. So sorry if the first episode is a little bit longer than normal, but um, yeah, this is a goodie. And this is one that you want to share with your people because this, this particular topic, it's not just for business owners. This applies to everyone. So share this one with your friends who don't even have or want a business. Because these are honestly tips that can help everyone. And that is the entire point of this podcast. And I believe my existence is to just share that sort of gold and help people to make their lives better and happier. All right. Thank you so much for tuning into the first episode of season two. I'll be back again next week. Don't forget, if there's something that you want to hear more about, I would love to know. So head over to our Instagram and message us tell us what you want to hear more about manifestation marketing mindset money stuff there's a lot of m's there i do like alliteration whatever it is doesn't have to start with an m let me know okay i'll see you next week thanks for joining us on this episode of the women and business hub podcast we hope you loved it don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss all the gold we'll be dropping right here Make sure to jump online and check out our library of tools and templates to help you build your empire at womenandbusinesshub.com. On the site, you'll find links to our free Facebook community. Plus, you can advertise your business for free on our official online directory. At The Hump, we're all about lifting women and business up. So if you thought today's app was a goodie, we'd love you to share it with another amazing woman to spread that love around. And that's it. Have a beautiful day, everyone. We'll see you next time.